Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Tom and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back, Tom and Bach. It's uh, the noon hour. Time to get hungry. I'm very hungry right now. Uh, thinking about lunch. Did you eat breakfast? Uh, no, I never eat breakfast anymore. Yeah. It's the most uh, important meal of the day. It the is, year. they say. Uh, I usually eat a handful of almonds. I've got almonds in my desk. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, that's what I usually eat. And they're, I know that I haven't eaten that many. I know Sipple's been into them. So, <laughs> but that's okay. I invite Sipple to, to have as many almonds as he wants. I feel like if you eat a small breakfast, and they say to eat a big breakfast yeah. sometimes, but then your stomach doesn't expand enough that when you're hungry later, it's not... I don't know if there's any science behind it, but I feel like you're not as hungry if you eat a smaller breakfast later. I, I, I think that's true. Keto's a big, if you could space it out, gotta go to bed at uh, 10 o'clock at night and try not to eat till like noon the next day. Oh, yeah. That's where you can really yeah. lose some weight. Before bed and don't eat uh, when you wake up, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. But uh, it's really tough to do sometimes. I, yeah. I've got to at least have a handful of almonds to get me through. Uh, but right now is where I'm starting to feel the hunger pangs. Uh, mentioned the Vikings in 1978 uh, losing to the Cowboys. Uh, actually, the term Hail Mary, that's where it came from, from that game, 1979, or 75, I should say. Uh, the Vikings were winning that game, and Staubach just heaves it down there. Paul Krause is pushed out. Drew Pearson is the receiver for the Cowboys. He pushes off. On Paul Krause, it's not called. He catches the ball. They win the game. Uh, Staubach later told reporters he was knocked down in the play, closed his eyes, and said a Hail Mary, and that's where the term came oh. from. Uh, they went on to beat the Broncos in the Super Bowl. The, the Vikings would have won the Super Bowl that day because Craig Morton, who was playing quarterback for the Broncos, was like 85 years old, and the Cowboys <laughs> just killed the Broncos. That's the one where I thought they finally would have won a Super Bowl. Uh, but the Cowboys cheated. That's what they do. You said some news coming out of Memorial Stadium uh, from Trev Alberts? Uh, yeah, Mitch Sherman, of course, uh, of The Athletic. We have him on uh, every, what is it, Friday? Every uh, Thursday. He'll every be on Thursday. Tomorrow. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, today's uh, Tuesday. He'll be on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. it's hard to remember days. Anyways, uh, he tweeted out, Nebraska AD Trev Alberts says the school has surpassed its $100 billion goal for privately raised funds to complete the North Stadium expansion project in one phase. The cost of the complex has grown by $10 million to $165 million to account for inflationary costs scheduled to open in 2023. So just one after next season. Season, it will uh, it'll be there. I wonder how big Plan. of an advantage that will be in recruiting for Nebraska. Uh, I don't know. We thought it would be a big deal. But I, I'm wondering if name, image, and likenesses kind of surpassed facilities. Maybe it has, and, and maybe that, you know, maybe we'll look back at it and say that the, the, the numbers – would say that and that maybe they they should have if if they're raising that amount of money maybe it should go toward the players right but that's going to be phenomenal i mean it's it's going to be really cool if you look at the design for it um i it's it's going to be you know kind of at least from what i've seen pretty much one of a kind i mean you're, you're going to feel like football is 
is huge at Nebraska, and we already know it is. And and and, but I mean, when you talk about getting a kid to campus, they're going to be blown away by that compared to I think a lot of the other yeah. schools. And and again, it's it's you know after fifteen years, maybe not. Maybe you have yeah. to you have to do something again. Probably. Um, but uh, that's that's kind of the deal. In as far as you know, the buildings and in the supporting buildings that you put up for for football, and and like you said, the facilities they they need yeah. updated every once in a while. This is a huge update that'll be really really cool. I, I can't wait for it. Um, but I, I I could also see it like you're saying. Yeah. Maybe in, instead of that, give uh, you know Texas is finding a way to give yeah. fifty thousand away to their offensive linemen. Yeah, I'm um, sure maybe that would that. help a little more. Nebraska will be involved in that, and their, their name, image, and likeness fund is not a hundred million dollars or whatever Texas is, or ten million. Ten million. You yeah. said ten million. Uh, but it, it'll be. I think Sean Callahan told us like six million. Yeah, it's up to there. like six million, something like that. Uh, so you know, Nebraska is playing the game as well, and they're playing the facilities games. So you probably. Uh, need all of that. I'm glad that Nebraska is is making this available to all student athletes. Uh, it's not just a football thing. It's available to all student athletes. At least sections of the new complex will be. Not maybe not all of it. There'll be football areas for sure. And they're doing a new weight room, right? So what happens yeah. in Dominican Sue's weight room? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he puts it in his house. Or something like that. Maybe he moves it over. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe he'll move his house to Memorial Stadium. That's a know. big deal. He gave a lot of money right yeah. away. I mean, he got that big rookie contract after being drafted. And I'm guessing the equipment won't go to waste. I'm not saying the equipment. I'm just saying the naming rights. I hope that they continue. You know, the next weight room, it just shifted over. Now it's a new Indomitian Zoo weight room. Uh, but I don't know if his money's, you know, if somebody else's money is going into that, that they might uh, want to name it something different. Remember the whole thing where he wanted a Nike store on campus and yeah. Sean Eichhorst was, we're, we're not doing that. We're not Nike. And we're not going to do that. Uh, I think that bothered Sue a little bit, but yeah, yeah, uh, he's back in. I think he's in. Yeah. Uh, the Big Ten on Tuesday updated its COVID forfeiture policy for the remainder of the 2021-22 athletic season across all sports. The changes bring the league in line with every other power conference in the country. Of course, they never seem to be leaders. They always seem to wait. Uh, does the Big Ten? Um, but they moved away from the automatic forfeits, which is a good idea, right, Bach? Instead of an automatic forfeit, the Big Ten will attempt to reschedule games or declare a game a no contest if one or both teams are unable to participate due to a shortage of players. You weren't going to get the credit with the end, with like Ken Palm wasn't going to give you a win and calculate that in anyway. You were going to get the win, and it meant nothing. Yeah, that's so, all it should have. Yeah, it, it should have been that way. But I'm glad they're going this way. You don't have to forfeit. Yeah, you don't. I mean, we don't have to do a bunch of useless math of trying to figure yeah. out who's got wins that they didn't earn, uh, losses that they that they shouldn't be counted against them. Yeah. Um, and you know, just just especially where we are right now. I mean. It's it's everywhere. I mean, it, I just saw Carson Wentz just put on uh, the, on the COVID list. It's just you know every um, every twenty minutes. Seriously, we've talked. We've made jokes about this, um, but I we could update you every twenty minutes, every segment with who's got right. COVID now. So it's just completely. Uh, it, it's hard to predict. It, it's obviously spreading pretty quickly right now, and it. So I mean, it's going to impact these games. Don't let it impact the standings. I love that the, that everybody has kind of come to that conclusion. Right. And, you know, they, there's also rules. I know the ACC that if you are vaccinated, uh, then you they're going to a six-day window rather than the 10-day window to try to get some of these games in. I'm sure the Big Ten will fall in line with that and has. Um, it would be nice if we just had a czar. 
Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Of college sports. <laughs> right. To just say, you know, a leader. We then we don't have to update all the standards and all the rules for every Power Five league. And where are they compared to the ACC? And where are they compared to the SEC? Just get a czar that makes all these calls and we read one notice every time. You know, we don't have to read all the different memos from all the different leagues. Yeah. Well, they kind of have the closest thing to Zara's the NCAA, and everybody hates them. So <laughs> I don't know how it would work, but it does. I mean, it's great when in the pro leagues when you have a commissioner, um, and he doesn't have all the power. You know, he's he's a collection of all the owners bickering away, but they come to a conclusion, and you and you find uh, you just have one voice for the league. They definitely need that, and, and I think more than anything, COVID showed you that the conference commissioners and the conferences, um, and the schools jumping conferences, you know. None of these people are on the same page. It's all uh, kind of just fighting out for your own best interest uh, among this giant um, kind of league that that, that they have. Um, Obviously, the college football playoff is starting uh, this Friday. Uh, Friday afternoon is the first game, I think, at 2.30. That is the Georgia-Michigan game, right? Is that the first game, that, or is it Alabama? No, Alabama, Cincinnati is the first game, a two thirty game uh, from the Cotton Bowl. Um, Alabama, thirteen and a half point favorite. I guess that's not a big surprise. Um, and they're coming off a forty one twenty one win, their best performance of the year against a Georgia defense that we all thought was historically great. It feels like Alabama's in. I mean, it, and maybe maybe Cincinnati can do something heroic and pull it off. The other one I'm not so sure about. Georgia versus Michigan feels like more of a toss-up, right? Yeah, I think that's going to be the better game of your of your semifinal games. But, the, the, I mean, if Cincinnati keeps it even close to Alabama, you can change your tune pretty quickly. I understand the spread's a little bit higher, but that's, that's the game everybody's been waiting for and complaining about within a four-team playoff structure is that one of the non-Power 5 teams will never get in. Well, it's happened, and Cincinnati has a chance to do an all-time upset. And, of course, the number one seed couldn't be any more of a, of a power than Alabama. Um, so that game's going to be really intriguing. I think it's going to be fun. Um, usually, these actually, usually these semifinal games aren't, so maybe it won't be. But um, certainly if Cincinnati can keep that close. Um, but you're right, Georgia-Michigan, um, it's kind of weird that neither of those programs have necessarily a dominating quarterback. And that's what I worry about when they play Alabama. If I'm George, I'd even consider JT Daniels over Stetson Bennett yeah. if you play Alabama again. We saw what, what Bennett does, but he does give you a little bit more as far as wheels go. Um, so, you know, he can kind of get out of some situations if Will Anderson or one of those yeah. guys is breathing heavy on him. But it's just kind of sad because we were this close to not having Alabama in. I don't know if, if we all believed Alabama shouldn't have isn't one of the best teams, yeah. but now that they're in it, like it's hard to bet against them in this playoff. It I, I it, just because of the, the the quarterback advantage they have. They got the matchup. Uh, they've got the best quarterback in Bryce Young, the Heisman winner. A uh, Michigan and Georgia Friday. Uh, it feels like, and, and there's been a lot of talk about Michigan's offensive line versus Georgia's defensive line. Georgia ranks third in the country in uh, in rush defense, and that's kind of what Michigan does. They're tenth in rush offense. 
So it, both teams have made no bones about it. Michigan said, hey, we're going to run. Um, this is what we do. Uh, it looks like Blake Corum is 100% ready. You know, Haskins is also good. Uh, they've found their groove, and it feels like they can match up physically with Georgia, mostly because of what you said. Georgia doesn't have a quarterback that scares you. If they had a Bryce Young, I would say they would win going away against Michigan, but they don't. Stetson Bennett doesn't scare me. Yeah, and they do have one player in George Pickens who got hurt, a wide receiver, um, was considering sitting out for the rest of the year and just going to the pros. I mean, that's how good he is. But he did come back playing in in the last few games and caught a big catch against Alabama. If you watch that game, the SEC championship game, you'd hear the commentators keep saying, why don't they try Pickens again? That seems to be their equalizer. Um, And now that he's had more time to to get healthy, maybe they will. And that could be the difference in a rematch. Um, But as far as the Georgia-Michigan games goes, first Georgia has to get get through Michigan. Michigan's defense has an argument to be the better defense in that game. Again, I know Georgia's had... uh, has those numbers that are historic, especially going up into that Alabama game. But, you know, with with the Jabo and, and Hutchinson and, and Hill in the back end, I mean, they've, they've got a, a heck of a defense there. And I can't wait, mostly just because I'd love, you know, we all want to avoid the SEC championship game. But this is the year we've kind of been waiting for, if you're a Big Ten fan, is somebody besides Ohio State to step up and, and become a big-time player. Um, of course, the, the college football playoff is, is one thing, and Michigan State's been there. But if Michigan can, can get to the championship game and, and maybe win or give Alabama yeah. a run for their money, likely Alabama, that, I mean, that puts them on a whole new um, – you know, a whole new category basically yeah. to compete with Ohio State in the future. And I've b- got to believe the NIL money will be flowing into yeah. Ann Arbor pretty well. It feels like your kind of game, Bach. Uh, uh, three versus two, two games that love to play, de- two teams that love to play defense, a lot of ground and pound. Uh, that just feels like a Bach game. I'm surprised that uh, Georgia is a seven and a half point favorite. That feels like a little much. It I, does. I think, I really think Michigan can win that game and might. Um, Alabama, 13.5-point favorite, uh, the 230 game. So that's the 230 game on ESPN, one versus four. Uh, Cincinnati's going to have to play perfect, I think, to win that game. And then uh, the late game, the 630 game on ESPN. This is going to be fun. Friday night. or Yeah, Friday night watching uh, New Year's Eve. I mean, I'm not going out. Even if I might not till the games are over for sure. If the games are over, maybe I'll go out and check out some. But – it's it's as my dad used to say. It's amateur night anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm not I'm not a big New Year's Eve guy. Uh, my buddy's band plays and they're really good. Uh, Hell to pay. Hell to pay. Get it? Uh, to oh, pay. To pay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, they played at our wedding. Uh, so I kind of want to see them. I think they're playing at Rosie's uh, on New Year's Eve. But I'm going to make sure the games are all over before I head out uh, for sure. If I do head out, yeah, as as usual, uh, football is more important than holidays. Absolutely, as we know. So it, if there's it is football a, on the same day of holidays. It is my holiday. That's right. Um, let's get to break. Come back with the wingman. Bach, did you get a question today? You got a yeah, Husker, I've got a question ready. A Husker trivia question. Uh, I'll be your wingman. Four six four five six eight five. Call the Honda of Lincoln hotline. It's Husker trivia Tuesday, is what it is, uh, and we'll do it coming up next. Download our app by searching 93.7 a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Bach. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.